Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops postgame show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing, we trust one another. What happened, we trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just going to have to be more disciplined. He's going to have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. One twenty-seven, one sixteen. Thunder over the Milwaukee Bucks in a game that nobody cared about unless you were at the game or had nothing else to do tonight. 60 wins, 21 losses, 33 and 7. Actually, 60 and 22. Actually, this hasn't updated. 60 and 22 will be their final record. There we go. 33 and 8 uh, at home for the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm Sparky. That's Mayor Mitch, the chairman, other side of the glass, Evan. Let's go inside the box. I want to get rid of a lot of this stuff that we normally do because I got something fun tonight. This game, I don't care about this game. But I got something fun to do. Last regular season game. We're going to get playoff announcements, games, and times at some point here later tonight. Ted Davis thinks it'll be around 10.30 or so is my guess. We probably won't even be on the air, but we'll see. Um, a guy earlier, a listener, said that his brother or his buddy, it's a vendor, said that he heard. See, I don't start rumors. I just pass them along. He heard. The Bucs are going to play Saturday. They didn't know time yet, though. But their game is probably going to be on Saturday. Okay. Some random person tweeting at us on the fan during the big show. I didn't retweet it. I didn't talk about it on the big show, but I figured I could talk about it here because well, now they probably we're about an hour get, or so out. You wouldn't think they'd get the primetime Saturday slot. They'd probably get the 2 or 4.30 then. How much of a draw is Giannis? That's the, the Bucks question. and the Pistons on ABC Saturday night? Let's do it. I mean, I don't. I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. I got nothing. I got trick or treat. Not trick or treat. Uh, <laughs> Easter egg. That's a uh, Easter egg hunt it, it, or whatever. It's been a weird night. Let's just say that it's Oak, been a weird night. Oak Creek has like an Easter egg hunt uh, on Saturday morning. I'm doing from like between ten and noon. Outside of that, I got nothing else. So whatever time they play, they play, and uh, we'll be here doing the post game show after they beat the Pistons. I'm expecting a sweep if it's the Pistons. Orlando's going to win, so it's not going to be Orlando. They're up 12 with four and a half to go over Charlotte. Pistons are hammering uh, the New York Knicks at last check. That game final yet? Not yet, but they're up 30. Uh, so that's done. 115.85 with under a minute to go. So it's going to be the Bucks and the Pistons uh, this weekend. Now it's just a matter of who. I, you, you expect anything other than a sweep? 
Um, I mean, no, it's not really. Not against the Pistons. I mean, I not against Detroit. No. Something about Orlando, kind of the way they've been playing and everything, playing well. scares me a little bit. Um, some of the Orlando, the Bucks will have lost what twice to Orlando this year? Once, twice, once, or once, twice. once, once here on a yeah. Saturday night when Giannis didn't play. Correct. They got destroyed. Well, with Giannis, I mean, I don't think I don't see any of these teams, you know, Agreed. winning more than you know one game if they get lucky and we'll all lose our minds. Right. But I tell you what's going to be fun. Caught my standings to make sure I'm right about this before I say this. So Boston and Indiana is going to be fun, right? So that that series. Marcus Smart out four to six weeks. Uh, yeah, yep. Um, that that won't matter in this series. But Boston and Indiana that'll be fun. I tell you what matchup I'm intrigued by. I want to see what Brooklyn does against Philly. I'm kind of intrigued there. I think Brooklyn might be able to get a game or two in that series to make things interesting. I do too. I think they could make things interesting. I really, really do. I think, and maybe I'll be wrong, maybe Philly will sweep them, but I, I think that could be a series. Toronto and Orlando, I don't expect that to be much. Uh, Bucks-Pistons, I don't expect that to be much. Uh, and then Bucks get to the Celtics more than likely, and then things will get very interesting. Then things will get serious. I don't think they're sweeping Boston. So I, I think then, then you're going to have a real series to talk about, and then it's going to be game by game and so forth. Uh, if you're not aware of all the festivities that are going to be going on uh, by the stadium coming up uh, this weekend and throughout the first round of the playoffs, I will tell you everything. We went over it on the big show. I'll go over it again here on the postgame show as well. First, let's go inside the box score. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, Bucks get the win. No, they didn't. 127-116. You say it 60 times, just get used to saying it, right? That and the fact, I guess it. So, behind the scenes here. So, we lost power. In the, yeah, in, in the radio station, and apparently in Hales Corners, because our boss doesn't have power either, I found out. You can unblock the phone so people can... Oh, you did already. I'm not having a good night. I mean, I can't see either. So. Um, no, I no, I thought it was Halloween a couple minutes ago. Um, so, we, we have no power. We have a, a generator that does power, but it doesn't do power for like the lights in the building. And, which doesn't do anything, doesn't mean anything for us. We still do the radio show, we just do it in the dark. But it brings back old memories of Back when I was crazy, and I'm still kind of crazy, but not as crazy as I was back in the day. Back in the day, I'd get mad. We go into lockdown mode in the studio, in the old studio. We turn off the lights, and I'd try to calm down in darkness. And we would do the whole post game show in complete darkness. Myself and the producer, I'd make him turn off his lights in the producer booth, and the entire show would be in lockdown mode. And this is kind of what it reminds me of because this is what it was. And they did lose, so that is fitting, but. It doesn't matter to the to the point where I would get mad about it, but it's kind of an uh, old school throwback. For those of you that listen to you, used to listen to me back in the day, you know what I'm talking about. All right, Ursa Nelia Silva, 24 minutes, 1 of 5 from the floor, 0 of 3 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, 4 points, 8 boards, 2 turnovers. DJ Wilson, 47 minutes. Somebody better get him an ice bath. 8 of 20 from the floor, 2 of 7 from 3-point range, 18 points, 17 rebounds, Four assists, a steal, and one turnover. 
chairman of the uh, DJ Wilson fan club. When do you think the next time will be that DJ Wilson has 18 and 17 in a game? Game one of the playoffs. <laughs> or or game 82 next year. Game 82 next year. When, uh, you know, same situation. Same We've won situation. 66 games and we're sitting everybody. What, what do you say? Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, probably sometime next year. I hate to admit it. I'll say it never happens again in his career. Uh, Colson, 45 minutes, 7 of 16 from the floor, 3 of 9 from three-point range, 4 of 5 from the free-throw line. To play 47 minutes in a game, folks. That's what we're talking about. Man, ain't playing 47 minutes in a game again unless the whole team is hurt. Uh, all right, sorry. Colson, 45 minutes, 7 of 16 from the floor, 3 of 9 from 3, 4 of 5 from the free-throw line, 21 points, 10 boards, 3 steals, couple turnovers. He played pretty good tonight. I got to say, I was pretty impressed. I thought he played well. Uh, Middleton, 17 minutes, 9 of 14 from the floor, 3 of 7 from 3, 21 points, 5 assists, a board, a steal, 1 turnover. Frazier, Tim Frazier, 48 minutes, 10 of 23 from the floor, 4 of 6 from the 3-point range, 5 of 7 from the line. And here's another one. 29 points, 13 assists, 6 boards, a block, 3 turnovers. 29. 29, uh, 13 assists, 6 boards. I say the same as I say with DJ Wilson. That's probably never going to happen again. Uh, Sterling Brown, 23 minutes, 2 of 7 from the floor, 0 of 4 from 3, 3 of 4 from the line, 7 points, 3 boards, 3 assists, 3 turnovers. Pat Connaughton, 18 minutes, 5 of 10 from the floor, 2 of 5 from 3-point range, 12 points, 5 boards, an assist, a steal, 2 turnovers. George Hill, 19 minutes, 1 of 5 from the floor, 1 of 5 from 3, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 4 points, 3 boards, an assist, and a steal. Can I just say, they should have started Brooke Lopez and played him to the first time out. He would have played all 82 games. I mean... At that point, you're here. So you might as well just let him have it, right? You said him just to sit him. And it was brought up to my attention. Boy, oh boy, I hope he doesn't have a bonus for playing 82 games and staying healthy all year. I was like, oh boy, he better not because he ain't going to be happy if he does. That I mean, would be good. You'd think they'd give it to him, right? I mean, I at that point. I, I have no idea. I, I doubt he has it. But if he does, because again, a guy that's been hurt and so forth, maybe you do get bonuses for how many games played. Uh, in that deal, forty-eight and a half percent for Oklahoma City from the field. The Bucks shoot forty-three percent. Uh, Three-point range, twenty-three of fifty-four for Oklahoma, forty-two point six percent. The Bucks fifteen of forty-six, thirty-two point six percent. Free throws, eight of thirteen for Oklahoma City. The Milwaukee Bucks fifteen of twenty-one. Rebounds, fifty-three boards for the Bucks, fifty-three for Oklahoma City. Uh, turnovers tonight, fourteen for your Milwaukee Bucks. 12 for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Thunder finished 49 and 33, 22 and 19 on the road for Billy Donovan's squad. The Bucks again with a loss, 60 and 22, 33 and 8 uh, at home. I, I don't watch a ton of Thunder basketball, right? And you see box scores of Russell Westbrook, and he's doing this and he's doing that, and you know he always plays hard. Da da da. I I don't know how much often this happens. But if it does happen, it does not get talked about enough. He threw an alley-oop as he was going away from the basket. The guy missed the shot. The ball went back the other way with the Bucks. Yep. And Russell Westbrook is standing on the baseline, shaking his head, looking at them run the other way, and was the last person down the basketball court. Yep. I was at the gym working out. And Connaughton took a wide-open three. He missed right. it. Yep. I was at yep. the gym working out. And I saw it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You're the best player on the floor, and you're mad because the dude missed an alley-oop that you threw to him because you didn't get your assist? Yep, yep that's him. Get the heck out of here. 
All right. I tried to watch him a little bit just because, you know, this game, it, it meant, quote-unquote, a lot for the Thunder. Sure. I mean, if you mean, you know, not playing Golden State in the yeah. first round. But it, this game in general was obviously very meaningless. I, you know, it, it and didn't even feel like he cared, but he cared about that assist. Oh, he cared about his triple-double, too. Let's eye up the enemy and go inside and look at what Oklahoma City did tonight. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. All right, all right. Let's go inside uh, the box for the other team, for the enemy. And uh, Russell Westbrook, triple-double. 36 minutes, 7 of 10 from the floor, 1 of 3 from 3, 0 of 2 from the line. 15 points, 17 assists, 11 boards, 4 turnovers, a steal, and a block. But the story really of the night was Schroeder. Eight threes, 8 of 15 from long range. And Mike Boonholzer, I'm sure, was thinking, yep, that's what I thought he was going to be in Atlanta. Uh, 32 points, five boards, three assists, four steals. He might have a chance at sixth man of the year. He might, might, might. I saw David Aldrich did a piece on The Athletic today. He no longer has a vote. He lost it when he went to The Athletic, apparently. Um, but he said James Harden, uh, MVP. Uh, defensive player of the year was not Giannis. I forgot who he said. Coach of the year, he did give to Boonholzer. Sixth man of the year, I think. I think he gave to Lou Williams. I think it was Lou so Williams. So he took the easy way out there. Thanks. He did not go with Dennis Schroeder, but he... So there it is. Now he, you, he argued it's for official. Dennis Schroeder. Right. So now the 1-8 matchup is the Bucks and the Pistons officially with the Magic game done. Boston and Indiana, the 4-5. Bucks get the winner there. Bottom part of the bracket, Philly, the 3, Brooklyn, the 6. And they take on the winner of Toronto, the 2, and Oakland, the 7. So Philly... Orlando, yeah. Uh, do I say Oakland? Oakland, yeah. Can't even read tonight. Toronto and Orlando. So Philly and Toronto uh, will probably face each other. And then, of course, uh, the Bucks, and more than likely the Boston Celtics. Okay. So there you go. Let's I mean, do it. Again, not, not much suspense there. All right, let's take a call. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM The Fan. We haven't even set a topic yet. But if you're leaving fan appreciation tonight, I would love to hear if you want anything or what free stuff you you got from fan appreciation. Now, we tend to do this every year on fan appreciation night. Always fun to hear people that get autographed stuff and so forth. Uh, you can also tweet us and let us know what you got at 105.7 FM The Fan. Mayor Mitch, what you got? Up first, Ian in Hartford. You're up first on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Probes postgame show. What's up, Ian? Sparky, you ready for this? What do you got? Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a stressful couple months. Oh, here. man, I thought you had something for me, like a nugget or something fun. You said, are you ready oh, for this? I thought you had some good information. Like, hey, dude, I I'm, I got a picture with Giannis. Hey, dude, something. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to no, tell I me. Didn't, I didn't go tonight. Didn't go. All right. No, <laughs> I didn't go. Uh, I had some stuff with work and got to get that done before the playoffs but sure uh <laughs> incredible season i don't think i ever thought i'd see this after the way things went for so long no doubt and <laughs> it's just going to be such a wild ride i just i'm not sure people are ready for this the celtic series is going to be the real wild ride if if once well, if you if, if if they take out boston then I think confidence, obviously, is going to be sky high going into whoever wins a Toronto-Philly matchup. This first round, I don't think there'll be a much 
uh, to do about much anything other than just you know sweep Detroit, get them out of the way, and move forward. But as I said earlier, if this thing, because Joe Zanzola earlier said he thinks, you know, depending on who they face, maybe he can go five or six. And Eric Name said five as well from the Athletic. And I'm just like, if they go six against anybody in the first round, people are going to start freaking out. Oh, we'll freak out. They're, yeah, that's going to happen. I, I'll freak out. I, I'll, I'll warn everybody right now if they're on me on Twitter. I, <laughs> anything's going to go, I, I'll lose my mind. Multiple times. Can you imagine that series against the Pistons being three two? Oh my god! Oh, oh my I, god! People yeah, will lose their minds. This could get—it's going to get stressful at times, and because I still don't think—I said this months ago—I still don't think there's anybody in the league that can beat us four times. Anybody? I really believe that. Well, I we'll, don't we'll see. I, I'll just say that I think they—they they have enough talent and coaching to win the whole thing. I'll say that. Now, once we get into the playoffs and we start see how teams start uh, making their adjustments from game to game and so forth, then it's going to come back on Budenholzer and the coaching staff of how they adjust. And that's something we don't know. We have not seen it. We don't know as Bucks fans how this is going to work in the playoffs. I'm going in with the assumption that Budenholzer can hold his own with anybody coaching-wise. Uh, and until proven otherwise, that's what I'm going to stick by. Hey, Ian, man, thanks for the call. Thanks for sticking with us. You bet. There he is. Aren't you going with the same assumption that this coaching staff can hang with anybody on game-to-game playoff adjustments? And it's just completely an assumption. It's not like we watch a lot of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Yeah, and I'm curious to find out what he's kind of got up his sleeve. You know, there have been a couple of games. The one in Indiana right before the All-Star break, that come, I think that's when that was. That one comes to mind as far as a coaching adjustment that made a huge difference. They went big in that game early in the fourth quarter. Do you remember, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. And Brooke Lopez was out there guarding point guards and staying in front of them. Yep. And they couldn't they couldn't get anything done. And the Bucks ended up coming back and winning pretty easily. And that one but it, you have to wonder what they have up their sleeve of any kind of wrinkle because a lot of these games in particular too the the Hawks game comes to mind last or not yeah, last Sunday in Atlanta with the the mash unit. Mm-hmm. The game tonight, they played zone basically the entire game, gave the gave the other team as many threes as they wanted. Oklahoma City took it tonight, made a lot of them, but uh, you know you have to figure that's I think anyway that's a that's a way to disguise any type of you know they're just sitting in zone they're not going to do that in in the postseason. God, I hope not because they better get not. destroyed. <laughs> yeah, they better not. They, do I mean, that. Detroit wouldn't probably no. They could beat Detroit that way. Yeah, Boston. Boston Brad Stevens will eat you eat you alive. Boy, you see Boston that Boston score uh, was it yesterday? No Kyrie, Rozier playing. Like, none of their big guys were playing, and they, all their other guys were playing. And they all played well. Oh, the Wizards game. Yeah. And they all played well. And I'm just like, man, you know, even if they lose Kyrie, that team is going to be good anyhow. Like, it's not even, it's not going to be end-of-the-world stuff in Boston if they lose Kyrie. It's just not. They'll be fine. They'll overcome. They'll adjust. Well, maybe. Um, Al Horford is not going to be any younger. I mean, uh, true. Kyrie is gone. Then you—that's—that's that's your most talented player. Yes, but if everybody else is healthy, they're fine. You got to remember, okay, Gordon Hayward. Because if Gordon no, Hayward needs to get back a little bit to where he was, but if there's no Kyrie, that means Tatum and Jalen Brown now get to be more of a more of the guys. Because right now they can't be because of Hayward and Kyrie. They take the shots. That's how it's going to be. So. 
With them leaving, now Rozier, Tatum, and Brown now can all become more of a team and get more of their shots, which worked out pretty good last year with Kyrie watching in the playoffs. So we'll see. I'm anxious to see how they look against Indiana and whether or not they can flip a switch uh, against the Pacers. Because if it's Celtics talent-wise, they should take care of Indiana in five. Based on talent, they should dispose of Indiana rather quickly if it's based on talent. So, all right, let's get to a sports flash with the mayor, uh, Mitch Ross. Coming up on the other side, still want to hear if you want anything on Fan Appreciation Night or what you got that was free. Did you like Fan Appreciation Night? Obviously, we all would have loved to have Giannis play, but we all understand why he didn't play. Get ready for the playoffs. That'll start this weekend. Bucks and Pistons will be your 1-8 matchup. And then the winner of that series takes on the winner of Boston, Indiana, in the 4-5 matchup uh, in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Uh, waiting on day and time uh, for this weekend, Saturday or Sunday. Uh, I'm assuming in the next hour or so we should probably have that, if not sooner than that. We'll keep an eye on Twitter because that's how where it's all going to come down on, I'm sure, probably. Or my email. Maybe I'll They probably email. won't officially announce anything until after all the games are done tonight. Well, Easter Conference is set. I, I know, but they, Western Conference, I just have a feeling that's different. That... But the Easter Conference, they can do the Easter Conference. I would assume. I don't know. All right, 127-116, Thunder over the Bucks. There's Mayor Mitch. He's got more details. We know you can do that. Giannis Antetokounmpo. You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. <laughs> what play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Kraft Pizzas. Bucks lose to the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder night, 127 to 116. We'll get to play of the game. Uh, Stephen Watson from WISN. Great follow on Twitter, uh, by the way, at WISN underscore Watson. Just tweeted out video of Giannis throwing out signed shoes of his to the crowd uh, in the lower bowl. I hope he never hits anybody in the head. Can you imagine that? What a fiasco that would be. Uh, he was tossing them I think too. it'd be worth it. He was tossing them up into the crowd. I think he'll toss like six of them, something like that. In individual, not in pairs, one at a time. So you'd get one shoe. You wouldn't get both. Well, I think the Brewers could use a reliever. So maybe. Stop. Uh, okay, uh, let's go. What do you got for play of the game? Screaming Sicilian play of the game. DJ Wilson starting the game out hot in the first quarter. Kind of struggled a bit down, down the stretch offensively. He had 12, I think, in the first quarter, but we won't talk about that. This was... One of those threes early in the second quarter. Uh, we, we have some amazing fans here, but Oklahoma City, they're just a unique city, a unique setup. DJ Wilson for three, his second in the game. 12 points in 13 minutes. There you go, DJ Wilson having a uh, career night. And, and like I said, this very well is uh, is going to be uh, his career night, right? I mean, I, I just think that that has to be what it is. Uh, at the end of the day, especially minutes played. I can't imagine he plays these many minutes again. DJ Wilson, 47 minutes, 18 points, 17 boards, four assists, a steal, a turnover for DJ Wilson, a hell of a way to finish the regular season. Bucks now 60 and 22, 33 and 8 at home. Okay, now I told you I was going to tell you guys uh, what's going on uh, here uh, with the Bucks and downtown. Tomorrow, uh, BMO Harris Bank, the official bank of the Bucks, will light its 770 North Water St- uh, Street office tower with a Fear the Deer decal. The 18-story display, which will be installed on the west-facing windows, will remain lit through the first round of the playoffs. Which building was this? BMO Harris Bank. 
Wow. At 770 North Water Street. 18-story sure. display that says Fear the Deer, and it will be lit as well. So that's pretty now cool. Now that's cool. That's cool. Milwaukeeans can also expect to find the Milwaukee River green starting on Friday morning. Uh, so we saw that one coming. That yeah. one ha- had been out there. Later on Friday, the Bucks and the city will unveil one of the Hop streetcars adorned with interior and exterior Bucks playoff branding. Bango and the Bucks Entertainment Network will make surprise visits to businesses along the Hop's route starting Friday and continue throughout the playoffs. That's pretty cool. Additionally, the Bucks are wrapping two sky bridges attached to the building at 100 East Wisconsin Avenue with playoff branding, one over Water Street and one over the Milwaukee River. The wraps will be installed by Friday, and there is a mock-up of what one of the sky bridges would look like with Fear the Deer wrapped on them. That looks pretty sweet, no question about it. Uh, and then on top of that, they also have uh, the activities scheduled for the plaza area uh, in front of the arena, and that's called the Fear the Deer District. Uh, is what they're calling that, that plaza area there. Uh, beginning with game one at the arena, all fans in attendance will receive a built-to-stay Bucks t-shirt, uh, while all fans attending game two will receive a Fear the Deer t-shirt. T-shirts will be also be provided by all fans attending any additional first-round games. Uh, then there's also those of you that aren't attending a game can still come to the Deer District and party with fellow Bucks fans on the plaza in the beer garden, throughout the entertainment block. For each game of the first round, home or away, so even when they're not home, a 40-foot ITV will be placed on the plaza for fans to watch each game, in addition to the outdoor TV already in place in the beer garden. Oh, but wait, there's more. There also will be food, games, a DJ, retail shops, contests to win playoff tickets, and more set up on the plaza, turning it into a must-be spot for Bucks playoff action. Activities on the plaza in front of the arena will open two hours prior to each home playoff game, in one hour prior to each road game. But wait, there's more. Before the playoffs begin, fans are encouraged to show their support for the Bucks by picking up a free Bucks playoff window cling, put in your car, at participating Coles locations or a Bucks playoffs yard sign that you can pick up at participating pick and save locations across southeastern Wisconsin. Supplies for both items are limited. Uh, locations for both are li- are labeled at bucks.com slash playoffs if you want to figure out where to do that also Coles is offering a limited 20 percent off digital coupon to all bucks fans during the playoffs the digital coupon is available only with the bucks app and is redeemable at coles.com or in store what do you think that's it that's uh, a lot of stuff right there come on man what about uh what about beer are we gonna have beer down there that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it said. Uh, I mean, the away game. You that's that's it a no brainer. Food and games. I would assume. Yeah, would be alcohol, I, I was, but I I was being facetious. Yeah, but I mean, if not, you've got good city brewing, drink Wisconsinably, right, right. and then uh, punch bowl social. Which I I was there on Saturday. You like it? Yeah, it's really really nice. Yep. Uh, so you got all three of those right there. I was in Drink Wisconsinably. Uh, prior to the Earth Church concert, that's kind of a small place, yeah. But it's got a cool vibe to it, right? It's got a real cool and vibe. The the other location for them isn't very big either, so it's kind of kind of their 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 brand, I guess. You know, just to have a little tight knit like Wisconsin type of beer or a bar. So right, cool place. Yep, very cool place. Uh, okay, let's do the injury report uh, for tonight's game between the Bucks and the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
who's banged up on the Bucks. Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, time for the injury report. Uh, let, let's just do it this way, okay? According to Eric's name earlier today, Miritich will be ready for the first round of the playoffs. Tony Snell will be ready for the first round of the playoffs. Brogdon, the hope, is for the second round of the playoffs. Did I miss anybody? That's it, right? Pau Gasol. I don't care. Anybody else? Um, No? Okay, so... There's a lot of them. Those are the main guys that we care about, right? As long as Brogdon, Bledsoe, Middleton, Miritich, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, as long as those guys are all healthy and playing, everybody else will fill their role off the bench one way or the other, right? Sterling Brown has shown he can fill in if need be. Tony Snell can defend when they need him out there on the floor. Connaughton has been decent when he has played. They got enough guys that can pitch in for minutes if need be in certain situations. But you kind of want, the, and George Hill is another key guy. So you kind of want that core seven, uh, I guess you would call it, Hill and Miritich off the bench. Yep. And Ilya Silva, I guess to a degree, core eight of guys that you're going to play with. And then outside of the, that core eight, then you rely on everybody else to kind of find their roles within the series or within the games uh, and do their deal. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Uh, we got another call here? We do. All right, where are we going? Let's go to Anaheim and check in with Vincent. Oh, Lord. What? What's what, up? What do you want tonight? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, y'all lost the last final game, but hey, you got the you locked up the one seed. I want to say congratulations to y'all. Yeah, you know, I've been with you, Sparky, when Gregman. Remember when you all signed Gregman, bro? Yeah, and y'all made a big old deal. I remember yep. that, man. I remember that. I was like, man, you should have took Roy Herbert. Yeah, <laughs> Gregman Rowe now in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. So hey, you know. I want to say congratulations to that. And I, I believe, like I said, you guys are going to take the first round, but this is what's going to happen. Like I said before, y'all are going to lose two games in the first round, and you're kind of going to get panicky, but y'all are going to finish it out. You're going to take care of the first round. And like I said, Raptors in seven all day. But I want to congratulate you, man. Y'all the only team that went to win 60 games, I think, in the league, right? Correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah, man, that's, that's a lot, man, from, from what you came from from last year. You know what I mean? That I got to give it up to y'all, man. But, hey, Raptors in seven all day, but – Hey, let's see what y'all do in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Hey, man, Raptors, all I got to say is if you all take Orlando to seven, you shouldn't be too proud of yourself. If it goes seven with Orlando, <laughs> hey, man, to, I'm hey, just like, saying. To, to me, at the end of the day, as long as we, we're the ones on top, I don't care if we even go to game seven. We go to game sevens all series. We, as long as we come on top and we got that trophy at the end and we get that ring, it's all good because I need Kawhi to stay. You know what I mean? Kawhi's our last hope. Man. I don't want to be the Raptors of – you know, when eighty when uh, Kobe scored 81 on us, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. We'll see about Kawhi. Hey, man, thanks for the call. Have a good one. Take care. Uh, there he is, checking in our resident Raptors fan out in Anaheim, uh, California. All right, uh, we'll take another quick timeout. We'll come back. And then the topic begins. You can still call in throughout the night for the postgame show as far as what you won tonight at Fan Appreciation Night. Still want to hear from you what you won. Always cool stuff. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM the fan. Here is the topic. I told Mitch it was going to be fun. We're going to go stroll down memory lane together. It's going to be a fun topic. Tonight is Fan Appreciation Night. I want to do appreciating the past. What one former Bucks player that never got to have this type of success with his current Bucks team do you wish was a part of this team to experience the success that they're having right now? 
414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan, for instance, Ian in Hartford, he would probably say Charlie Bell. That would probably be his guy. So who would it be for you? What former Buck do you like? Man, I wish he was on this team. And he, he busted his butt so hard, I really liked him, and he got stuck on crappy teams or whatever the case may be. He never got to be that guy. Who would that be for you? I know who it would be for Leroy. I'll tell you who it would be for Leroy Butler, too, coming up next. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, so the Bucks come up losers tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder, but trust me, they have not been losers this year. 60 and 22, their final regular season record, 33 and 8 at home. I'm going to say something that old people say. You youngins, appreciate this. Love it, remember it, don't ever forget it. There's no guarantee you'll ever get it again. Just telling you, just. Hold on to it. As somebody that thought that the Brett Favre and the Roy Butler Packers were going to win three or four Super Bowls in a row, they only got one. For somebody that thought that the Bucks with Glenn, Ray, and Sam, Glenn Robinson, Ray, and Sam Cassell, were going to go right back the next year, uh, yeah, no. They ended up blowing that thing up, and they only had one year of that entire run. So just trust me when I tell you, appreciate it, love it, hold on to it. It was a hell of a year. Now let's see what happens in the playoffs. Bucks and Pistons will be that first-round matchup as we are still awaiting word on what day and what time uh, that game will be played between the Bucks and the Detroit Pistons. All right, drive of the game. Mayor Mitch, what you got? Pat Connaughton had himself a nice little night here off the bench again tonight despite the half the team sitting out. Pat comes off the bench tonight, has this nice put-back dunk in the third quarter. Lindsey Colson and... Apparently in time, he hung on the rim. The ball bounced. He let go, and it went through. He let go. You saw me. He showed his hands to the referee. All right, there you go. Highlight there, courtesy of Paschke, Novak, and Fox Sports, uh, Wisconsin. There, as the Bucks get the win, uh, or get the loss, I should say, tonight against Oklahoma City. I need to stop talking about this game. One twenty-seven, one sixteen. <laughs> the question on the table is this: What former Bucks player do you wish? Was here on this team to you know experience the success that this roster has had this year that maybe they didn't have when they were part uh, of the Bucks four one four seven nine nine twelve fifteen. Just to clarify, I'm not I'm not specifically saying, oh boy, which one would really help this team win a championship. That's not what I'm talking about. I don't want this to get lost in translation because it very well could. But you know, we've seen a lot of bad basketball teams in our life. So give me a guy or two that didn't have a lot of postseason success with the Bucks, and you know, he really deserved it but never had that chance. All right, where are we going first, Mayor Mitch? We're going to stay in Hale's Corners and go to Christian. Christian, you're up next on the fan. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Good. Uh, to answer your question, man, right off the top of my head comes Michael Red. I would love to see him on a 60-win team, especially the way they're playing now. Oh, that would be phenomenal. He just never was able to get to that position, you know, because he nope. didn't have the, the pieces around him. And that is one that I know Leroy Butler uh, would say for sure, would be Michael Red. Uh, thanks for the call. 
and uh, a former host in this town uh, who passed away much too early, Steve Haywood, uh, back in the day. I'm pretty sure that would be his guy uh, as well, Michael Red. He and I always went back and forth about Michael Red for years on end. Um, yeah, Michael Red would definitely be one. Uh, uh, nice guy in the community, always was kind of that dude, uh, and Olympian, right? And never really had a chance to only Bucks All Star for about twenty five years. Yep. I mean, and really only played here. Not twenty five years, but you know what I mean. Fifteen right. years, but only really played here. That was it. He didn't go on and have success really anywhere else. His career was pretty much done when he uh, when he left. Of course, and people on Twitter are getting this all confused. That's okay though. I don't even care. Uh, Jules tweets the Jet, Jason Terry. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That would. I mean, he was on this team, obviously, last year or whatever else. But to be on this 60-win team to have a chance to get a ring at the end uh, for Jason Terry, that, that would have been a pretty cool deal. He's in the media now. He's he's, he's doing fine. Um, so, yeah, the, the Ray Allen ones, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jabbar well, won a national championship so or a NBA championship, so that doesn't count. A few of them. Uh, Ray went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Granted, it was only one year. Sam Cassell's another one. Um but here's one, Dave Waters, Frank Burkowski. All right. Uh, Lumbercat, Dan Godzareach. Dan Godzareach. Boy, that, that dude there, man. Got a great Dan Godzareach story. I think I've told it before on the air. Probably have. I probably told it when Giannis had his little run-in at Bel Air Cantina. Uh, years ago, I would do shows when I was in a different station at, at Pottawatomie. And we would do shows after Packer games. Right, like post game show at Potawatomi. And Dan Godzareach came to come hell. Lights. Let Power there be lights. Thank God. Um, so Dan Godzareach came with this girl or whatever. And that the, those parties that we did, they were game day parties. Like you used to do at Quaker State, except we did them at Pato and then we did post game, were kind of a big deal. So he walks up and waits like 45 minutes to get a table. Okay. I was walking off back in the casino with this girl or whatever else. And I saw him. I was like, I think I, I go, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, oh, man, I'm not trying to cause any stir, man. No big deal. I can wait. You don't know. No big sweat. I was like, you're sure? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I'll get you a table. No, no, man. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, just one of the nicest dudes that you'll ever come across in his entire time here. Real straight up dude. And then the other part of God's reach that I'll never forget is it was him and it was... um Zaza Pachulia. Both of them had the opportunity to stay when they were drafting Andrew Bogut. And Zaza wanted to start. And God's Reach said, pay me. I'm good. I'll do whatever you want. So that's what they did. They paid God's Reach, and he came off the bench or started whatever they wanted, and he just wanted to get paid. Zaza wanted to get paid and wanted to start, and that's why Zaza didn't come back. And Bucks fans were furious. Like, how did you not bring Zaza back and brought freaking God's Reach back? Are you crazy? Zaza didn't want to be here. He didn't want to play second fiddle to Bogut. So that that's how that whole story uh, kind of unfolded at that point back in the day. So those are my couple of my favorite Gods of Reach stories. All right, uh, where to next, Mayor Mitch? Let's go to Dave in Caledonia. Dave, you're up next on the fan. Hey, first of all, my sports talk pit people. I'm not going to ask you guys how you're doing because you're going to get 20 people going to ask you how you're doing tonight. So I know you guys are doing good. But thanks for taking my call. Hey, um, you guys already talked about it, uh, but I was thinking Ray Allen. I mean, he was a consummate professional when he was in Milwaukee, and I sure hated to see him leave and go to Boston. And that just pained me. I think he was a real good player, and I think he was underrated for what he did accomplish. And I know he made it once, but to do it here in Milwaukee, I mean, I think I think would have been uh, 
really good for him as well as the city because I think he was one of our better players that we let go. You know that, and that's that's the thing um, when you talk about Ray Allen. Because remember, where was he? He was in Seattle. I mean, he was he was on one of those last Seattle Sonics teams uh, with Rashard Lewis. It was those two guys, and they couldn't seemingly uh, get over the hump uh, in Seattle. And that's how that whole deal happened. Garnett uh, was on his way out in Minnesota. Ray Lewis or uh, Ray Allen was out on his way out in Seattle, and that's how you form your big three in Boston. Hey, man, uh, thanks a lot for the phone call. Did you, Were you at the game tonight or no? No, I'm working at the airport tonight, so unfortunately I couldn't make it, but I'm, I'm going to try to get to one of the playoff games for sure. It's going to be a great time. I just read that article in the Business Journal about that huge makeover the airport's going to get on the inside. Yeah, that's, uh, the, 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 it's one of many. They, I mean, a couple years ago they redid the whole baggage area, you know, and I drive a shuttle down here, so that's, I'm actually, that's what I'm actually doing right now. And, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice to add some more – to Milwaukee, it's it's come a long way down here. It's, it was uh, you look, you probably know it looked kind of trashy, and yep. they're doing a lot to make it look better. Yeah, they're going to redo the inside now. It's going to be awesome. Thanks for the call. Did you see that story in the journals in the business journal? Nope. They're going to do. I want to say it's like nine million dollars uh, of renovations on the inside. So like they're adding a cousin subs uh, in one wing. They're adding a Starbucks. I think in Concourse C. This is off the top of my memory. Kind of repainting everything. I mean, there should be a. They're you know. going through and they're doing um, like there's going to be a Summerfest store type deal. So like you know like those newsstands and stuff. So they're going through and they're rebranding all of them. So like there's going to be a Bayview store after the Bayview uh, neighborhood. There's going to be another store. I remember forgot what the other neighborhood was. But yeah, so they're redoing the whole thing. The goal obviously is to be done by the Democratic National Convention. So it's looking all spiffy and nice for when all the national media come rolling in. So it'll be a couple of year project, but that's be nice, man. It'll be nice to get that all that redone. It'll look real nice. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how that whole thing po- uh, plays out. Uh, Dennis tweets at the fan. Same, yes, I know he was in like NBA Jam one of those years as well. That, that, that's about the <laughs> Eric Murdoch, Blue Edwards, Blue Edwards. Yeah, there, wasn't there a big special on like inside stuff on Blue Edwards? I think I watched once, probably back in like '94 or something. Yep. How old were you in '94? I don't know. Like I don't four. Know. Four. I graduated high school in '94. Todd Day, Eric Murdoch. Yeah. Todd, Lou Edwards. Todd Day and Lee Mayberry. Lee Mayberry. Were in the same draft from Arkansas. Coming out of Arkansas, they were called the May Day Connection. Well, and Todd Day's most famous thing was a draft night, right? Uh, yes. The TV You know what fiasco. I'm talking about. Yeah. Kevin Hunt. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hunt. Yeah. Back in Channel 4. Then he was in Phoenix for a long time. Nice dude. Always got along with him, too. Um, Todd Day is kind of Tim Thomas in the aspect of both of them were oozing a ton of talent. Both of them chose not to put everything they had into it, not even to the point of Giannis. If they would have worked half as hard as Giannis did or three quarters as much as Giannis did, they both could have been perennial all-stars. You know who else comes to mind when you talk about that? Michael Beasley. Oh, that dude's another and one. And he could be one of your answers, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, Michael Beasley's people another liked one. him when he when he was here a couple of years yep. ago. I did. I got along with Beasley. Every time he came on the post game show, he was great. Him and I got along great. I, I got I got my answer too. But okay, so you just hold on to your answer. We got to get another sports flash, another break. Uh, Bucks come up on the losing end tonight to the Thunder, one twenty seven, one sixteen. What former Bucks player uh, was maybe stuck on crappy teams when they were here in Milwaukee? Do you wish I was on this Bucks team with sixty wins and really a chance to enjoy winning in the city of Milwaukee and having? All of the success that comes uh, with this team this year. 414-799-1250. Tweet us, 105.7 FM, the fans, Sparky, Mayor Mitch, and the chairman, Evan, who says DJ Wilson will do this exact same thing in game one of the playoffs. That's what he said.
Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks and Thunder. Thunder over the Bucks tonight, 127-116. <laughs> Asking you, what former player that played for the Bucks and didn't have a lot of success here in Milwaukee would you love to see back just so he could experience uh, the success that this team has had this year? 60 wins, number one seed in all of the playoffs, chance to maybe go win uh, an NBA championship. Who would that be? 414-799-1250. Again, the question is not is, the question is not who added to this team would make them really, really good. That's not the question. So just to confirm what I've been saying before, I think some people are confused by it, so I'm just trying to clarify it. Uh, okay, Mayor Mitch, Coach Boonholzer. We are ready. Let's go. I think just uh, what um, Tim Frazier and DJ and Bonzi did tonight to log those kinds of minutes and play the way they did, just um, really great for our group. And um, you know, I think we're excited to – finish up a great uh, regular season and now, um, you know, start our prep and get ready for the playoffs. I can't imagine a month ago you were thinking you're going to have a guy play every minute of every game twice at the end of the year, but just what does it say about Tim that he could actually step into this role, be new to the team and just kind of handle it? Yeah, you know, he's a special human being. I think, you know, when we had an opportunity to go and get him, you know, like you said, you don't imagine this kind of situation twice, but you know he's going to be ready for anything that we need. Um, the character that he brings, I think, you know, the locker room presence, timeout presence, just uh, you know, he's really great for us. And you know, we saw it in, in training camp. We actually saw him do it a couple of years ago, um, play a whole game, and so you know, we kind of knew it was in him. With Eric, uh, was that a spot where you inform him for the game, like, hey, you're not going to play? Or- did he just thinking that he might be playing? No, he, he was kind of like the emergency, um, you know, if something unusual happened or whatever. Um, you know, he, he was expecting to play a few minutes tonight, and um, we were able to just, you know, keep him out and, and uh, you know, allow him to just kind of stay healthy and uh, like a few of the other guys. And Middleton is the starter that plays, and I was wondering if he lost to they drew straws or something to starters, and he was the one that lost. But how do you think he's uh, feeling coming into the playoffs? Obviously, you've been able to keep his minutes down the last few games as well. Yeah, no, I think, you know, it was great for him to, you know, I think get a little bit of a rhythm tonight, you know, just uh, him get a couple touches in the post, some threes, different things. Um, and I think it was good for him because he missed those couple games uh, a week or so ago. So I think he's in a good place, ready for the playoffs. Is this? Do you feel like there's some sort of relief, I guess, from everyone? Not relief, but sort of everyone's been probably waiting for the playoffs. Now you get to really get stuck into that. You, you had first seed locked up for a while here, so do you think this is? Uh, I guess every, what's the excitement level? Do you yeah, think? no, I mean it's. I don't know what the, the the you know most accurate or proper word to use is, but there's, you know, when you've locked up your seating, um, you know, the other night to get the 60th was I think special for the organization. Um, now it's, you know, you just want to get to the playoffs. You want to start your prep. You want to start putting the game plan in. And the players are just going to want to get to game one. And, um, you know, uh, they'll be ready. And, 
you know, I think it's it's the habits that you've built all year in the regular season that take you to the playoffs. It uh, just became official a few minutes ago, but you guys will be playing Detroit in, in round one. Just do you have any initial thoughts on, on the Pistons? Not really. I mean, we were following the score. I, when I came in, it wasn't done. So, um, you know, we've played them four times, so there's some familiarity there. Um, we'll start diving into the film. And, um, you know, I think going into the game one, hopefully, you know, keep it pretty clean, keep it simple, and, um, you know, and then go from there. There he goes, tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. 127, 116, Thunder over the Milwaukee Bucks. X Factor of the Game tonight. Three-point shooting by the Oklahoma City Thunder. They hit 23 of them. Dennis Schroeder hit eight of them for the Thunder tonight to take care of the Bucks. 127-116. That in the fact uh, that Giannis didn't play and Rick Lopez didn't play, but we won't get into that. We'll just say it's three-point shooting. Uh, Thunder over the Bucks. Bucks now 60-22, and 33-8 at home. They'll take on the Detroit Pistons in round one of the NBA playoffs. Still waiting on a date and time for that first-round matchup. I'm assuming that should be coming within the hour would be my guess. Uh, so we'll see where they end up playing. Then they'll play the winner in the second round of the Indiana-Boston series, which is the 4-5 matchup. So we'll see how that plays out. All right, Mayor Mitch, the question on the table is what former Buck do you wish were still on this basketball team uh, that could enjoy the success that they didn't have when they were on this uh, basketball team years ago uh, in the past? What would yours be, Mayor Mitch? Mine would be uh, out of a pool of players obviously i think i'm gonna go jared dudley because he was a guy that was kind of instrumental in i guess turning turning the culture of this organization a little bit i mean he got the bucks obviously jason kidd we can give him some credit for that i will do that you'll get that from me good but jared dudley also on the floor like and you see it now with brooklyn i mean obviously they're they're kind of doing their thing too i mean they're not probably not championship contenders this year well, i don't think anybody saw him being as good as they are but exactly so he's a guy that and, and how many comeback wins has brooklyn had yep where jared dudley is huge so the guy just he's a good guy to people on twitter he is was a fan favorite here in my opinion and to you know to see him be on this team still at 60 wins I you know whether he's playing or not would be would be cool to see. I think I'm with you 110. percent Jared Dudley, that that dude on Twitter still defends Milwaukee, still says Giannis should be the MVP. Yep. We'll go at anybody on Twitter, national media guy or otherwise, to say so. Uh, yeah, I'll be a fan of Jared Dudley forever. And remember, Jared Dudley was a guy that back in the day didn't want to get traded in Milwaukee. Remember that, that's how that whole thing. Oh was. yeah, he's from San Diego. I right. mean. In Phoenix, oh please, not Milwaukee, anywhere but Milwaukee, and then he ends up being a buck, and then had to go back and and talk we got about a first round pick for him, right? Him. And had to go back and talk about that those comments uh, back in the day. But yeah, I'd love me some Jared Dudley every day of the week. All right, Mayor Mitch, where to next? Let's go to Chad leaving the game. He says, "Who now, Chad?" Todd Day, and it was kind of interesting that you guys were talking about him before the break because I knew nothing about him. All I knew was when I started getting into collecting you know basketball baseball football cards is almost every every pack i opened to basketball cards the only buck i would get was todd day and i must have like i don't know 10 15 maybe 20 
Todd Day cards that are, you know, and that was just my earliest memory of the Bucks and, you know, watching him all on Channel 24. Just that was my guy. The so, guy could have been Ray Allen before Ray Allen. Really? He was an outside. Anything about him? He was an outside. He was an outside three point shooter. Could get to the rim too, but he, he was a shooter from outside. That was his deal coming out of Arkansas. Mayberry was the point guard. They were the backcourt, uh, and the hope was it was going to be run and gun, get up and down the court, and Todd Day was going to light him up, light him up, and uh, it didn't happen nearly as often as it should because he had other interests off the court. So. It, it sucks. I mean, it really does because, like I said, along with same with Tim Thomas, where they both could have been really, really, really good basketball players. Well, it's good to know a little bit of uh, back history on that, and now I know a little bit of something to add to when I'm looking uh, through card collections with my kids and being like, "Who are these people? Who are these sure. guys? And what did they do?" That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. He was a real good shooter coming out of college. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it, Jamie uh, at Bucks Fan Thirty Four. Huge, huge, huge Bucks fan. In fact, Jamie is so excited about Chuck and Winkler's show right now. So excited. You want to know why? I have a Fear the Deer Friday. Yep. That no matter what happens in Packer, Packer-wise, right, no matter what happens, they are not going to talk about it. No matter what happens with the Brewers, they're not going to talk about it. So they can't mention that? They're only going to talk about the Bucks for four hours, apparently, Fear the Deer Friday. Now, the coolest part of this four hours so far that I've seen is they're going to have Eddie Doucette on at 9 o'clock on Friday morning. That is a must-listen. Make sure you set a reminder on your phone. Turn on the fan at like 8.55, 8.56. Make sure you're there for Eddie Doucette. Him and Ted Davis, when they, when they did uh, back in the day uh, together, whenever they talk on the radio or whatever, and Eddie Doucette fills in or whatever, and so good. Eddie Doucette was one of the best ever. Uh, so, definitely. Tune in and listen to that. Uh, anyways, get it back to Jamie. Uh, she says, John Henson, no question. He witnessed a lot of crap and then got the boot the minute we were legit. I thought of that one, too. John Henson. He got, he got, a, he got a bit of a raw deal. I think John Henson got himself into the raw deal situation. I'm sorry. But with all due respect, I don't know how you go from coaching staff to coaching staff, get run, and then all of a sudden fall out of favor. On every coaching staff. Every one that he had. And then I'm over where you are complaining. Why isn't John Henson playing more? Gary Wolfel's on the phone saying, dude, if you look at his numbers when he is out there, why isn't he playing? And it was constant. Over the course of time, you start piecing it together and go, something's up. Like, I don't know what it is, but every coaching staff, he, he ended up in the, uh, not in the doghouse, but he just didn't play. One in the rotation. But, yeah, so I, yeah, uh, that's another one. But you're right. John Henson witnessed a bunch of crap. That is for sure. Jim tweets at the fan, Marty Conlon. Oh, Marty Conlon. A little bit before my time, too. Great white hope. Bucks fans love that dude. There was nothing special about that dude whatsoever. He was a nice player. Nothing special. But he was a huge fan favorite. This town loved them some Marty Conlon. Loved him some Marty Conlon. It's just funny to me. What year was he? Early nineties, oh, nineties, yeah, I'd say the nineties. I'd have to look up exactly what. Yeah, I would definitely say. Uh, let's see, Marty Conlon's stats. Marty Conlon uh, was nineteen ninety one to nineteen ninety nine. Played for Seattle, Sacramento, uh, Washington, 
uh, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Heat, and the Clippers. Jeez. Does that make sense? So not a guy you and can build Charlotte. around. And Charlotte. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was here for two years. Two years. 82 games, one year, 74 games team? together. Uh, yeah, two years was the most he was It anywhere. doesn't matter. I'm just curious because that's, that's he was in he Miami like for, 10 teams in eight he was years. In two year, he was in Miami for two years as well. Played from 91 through the 99-2000 season. So he played from 24 to 32. Played quite a while in the league. He just jumped around from team to team. Uh, okay, let's go to defensive play of the game. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Yeah, that away from Love right at the rim. Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. In 1994, Marty Collin played all 82 games, averaged 25 minutes per game, more than he averaged in any other season in his NBA career, averaged 9.9 points and 5.2 rebounds per game. That was Marty Collin's best year, I guess you could say. He did average 10 points for Charlotte uh, in 16 games in 93, so that really doesn't count. So his best year was in Milwaukee at age 27 in the 94 season. Collin, 6'10", power forward. Uh, okay, defensive play of the game, Mayor Mitch. What you got? Tim Frazier, twenty nine points tonight. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What do you think? Uh, yeah, never do it again. Probably. <laughs> probably. Oh, thirteen assists, six 13 boards. Assists, yeah. He may get twenty nine points in the G League, but I, I don't. I don't know if he does it again in the NBA. Well, he had three right here, and then he went back down and blocked a shot. A great sequence for Tim Frazier here in the fourth quarter. Frazier pulls up for three. I like it. He knows time and score. He knows he's got to make a push. Just over two minutes left. Got to make something happen. 29 points for Tim Frazier. And he knocks the ball away from Grant. Sterling Brown foul. There you go. Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Bucks Nation tweets in at 105.7 FM. The fan says Johnny O'Brien the third. Eh. Eh. I don't know. I don't got a lot of. One way or the other, a Johnny O'Brien. You? No? Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, he was... He's all right. Yeah. yeah all right, take know. a call here. 414-799-1250. Where to next? Let's go to Will. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Will? Oh, I was just waiting my turn, as usual. I'm going with Andrew Bogut. All right. I, I like Bogut. I'll call him with that for the beginning before you guys start yakking about him. But, yeah, you know, he has had a... He was there for the anchor for quite a while, you know, and saw the ins and outs and that injury. You know, you can't help but uh, think about that. But, yeah, Andrew Bogut would be my guy. Andrew Bogut. I like it. That's a good one. Thanks for the call. Always a big Bogut fan. Always enjoy talking to Bogut uh, on the radio, in person. I hosted a luncheon one time with Bogut at the uh, Miller, at Miller, a fan luncheon because he was on our station all the time. So we did a luncheon with him. Dude was awesome, man. Signed everything for everybody and hung out and talked to everybody and solid dude. Uh, Nate tweets at the fan, Brandon Jennings, not to play, just to speak at all the press conferences as we roll through the playoffs. Bucks and six. We all know I love Brandon Jennings, so obviously Brandon Jennings would be my guy uh, as well. I, I, oh, boy, that'd be fun. Always enjoy talking to Brandon Jennings. Hey, I know we got a break. One more. Uh, where are we go to? Let's go to down to Chicago and check in with Monte. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Monte? What's up, Monte? 
What's going on, fellas? Uh, mine would be Desmond Mason. Oh, there you uh, go. Remember him? Yeah. Wasn't he like the throw in to that uh, Ray Allen, uh, Gary Payton trade? Yeah, he was in that deal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's coming like a, a high flyer or whatever. And, uh, Pretty good player, but yeah, I wish, I wish he was on this team. That was another one. He he was well liked in the community uh, as well for a long time. He's come back and done some stuff with the Bucks since then. Real good artist too. He can draw, boy. He he is a good artist. Monte, thanks a lot for the call, yeah, man. I appreciate, it, buddy. Take care. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Mirza Teletovic, uh from Johnny. All right. Any Jabari Parkers in there? There's a lot of them, dude. Mark Pope's getting several votes. Mark Pope, of course, on the Eastern Conference Finals team. He played at Kentucky. Nobody ever remembers him. Bart Winkler says, Freddie Roberts. He was on the Chuck and Winkler show earlier today uh, with a buzz cut back in the day forward uh, for the Bucks. Uh Nasty Nate Walters from Wayne 2121. Nader's going to Nate. Everybody loved that dude when he was here. That dude, like I could not believe the amount of people that were down with Nate Walters when he was here. Love them some Nate They gave Walters. out Nader's going to Nate posters, I think, fan appreciation night in 2014. Yeah. At the 67th loss party. Stupid. Jerry, Vin Baker uh, was Jerry's. That's a good one. Uh, DB. Well, he's on the coaching staff. Right. Not the same exactly as playing, but at least he's here, right? DB tweets at the fan, John Selmans. I know he wasn't the same after that contract, though, when Bogan went down. He was huge in the month of March 2010 when they won a ton of games. Yeah, no doubt. John Selman's by himself that made that fear the deer year what it was getting into the playoffs and having a chance to actually win a round in the playoffs. John Selman's was <laughs> stupid good for the second half of that year after they acquired him at the trade deadline. No question about that. And then they paid him stupid money for being stupid good. Uh, okay, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll see if we can run down Matt Velasquez. That's straight ahead here on The Fan. Heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. All right, so the Bucks uh, come up losers to the Oklahoma City Thunder, 127-116, waiting to find out who, well, we know they're going to play the Pistons. We just don't know when and where yet. Uh, well, we know it's going to be in Milwaukee. We don't know day and time. That's what I meant to say in one of those nights. Here's another one for you, Mayor Mitch. John Brockman. Yep. Remember that fool? Trick shot, John. You people were just pathetic for John Brockman. Just pathetic. I, the John Brockman mania in this town for the, the when he was here. Holy cow. He was like a top prospect uh, going into Washington. He was 6'7". Undersized, well, yeah, undersized I mean, could be as a power forward. It's just ridiculous. Okay, uh, go ahead. Who do we got? Here? We got Chris Middleton. All right, let's go. It's a great feeling. Um, playoffs don't always come around. I've been a part of that a couple years. Um, but, you know, it's been a great season so far. I know guys have been itching to get to this, uh, this first playoff game. So hopefully Saturday, Sunday, whenever it comes, we'll be ready for it. I don't know. Sometimes it works like that. I mean, uh, I told Bud I wanted to play. Um, he said he was going to put a minute restriction if I did. Uh, so I just went out there and just tried to play. I mean, uh, never take uh, take it for granted being out there, being a basketball player. So anytime I'm available, I, I like to play. 
This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, Matt Velasquez joins us now for the last postgame show of the regular season. A Bucks loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Matt, have you had any knowledge yet as to when uh, when they're going to play? No, we probably won't know that until sometime between 1 and 2 in the morning because uh, they have to wait until all the playoff uh, matchups are set. Why? To, you know, be- because the TV networks not which ones they not want, which ones get relegated to NBA TV, all that stuff. So it, it takes until the middle of the night. That sucks. I'm thrilled. I was hoping it was going to be done like <laughs> right around now. I was like, okay, right around time we sign off, at least we'll know a day and a time, and that's not going to happen. So, okay, fine. I don't have to worry about looking at that anymore on Twitter. Uh, as we get ready for the playoffs, uh, we had Eric Neyman from The Athletic uh, on the big show yesterday. He seemed pretty confident that Miritich and Snell would be ready to go in the first round. Do you share that confidence? Yeah, just the updates we've gotten from Bud. Uh, it seems like Miritich is you know, maybe game one, maybe game two. And then maybe, you know, Snell is probably, you know, game two, game three, um, maybe later than that. But sometime in the first round, you know, I talked to Tony before the game, and he said, hey, I've, I've been ahead of schedule in terms of my recovery. I just need to get that, that strength and trust back in my ankle. But other than that, like, he's, he's doing what he needs to be doing. Um, so we should see both those guys at some point in the first round. Uh, like I said, Miritich probably sooner than Snell. What's your prediction for the first round against the Pistons? I say sweep. Uh, I, I say five games max. Uh, I don't see any reason why this would go beyond five. I would expect to sweep, but you know, sometimes a, a team gets that game three at their home home arena. Maybe they're down two zero and they and they put up one last stand. Um, obviously, if if Blake Griffin's knee injury is uh, a serious uh, knee injury and is going to keep him out for any period of time during the the series, then I, I like Detroit's chances even less. Um, but uh, four or five at most. Very good. Thanks so much, Matt. It's been a great regular season. Looking forward to a fun postseason. Oh, it'll be fun. You betcha. There he is, Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. Well, Bucks are going to get a little Thon Maker maybe in the playoffs. The Pistons. A little John Luer. Some Zaza Pachulia. A little Ishmith. There's some former Bucks players yeah. on this team. Glenn Robinson the third. That'll be fun. Maybe you see a little big dog action in the playoffs in Milwaukee. That's they should do that. I don't know if they've thought about this, but now that you know it's them, you should do something with Big Dog when you're at home against the Pistons. Something. I don't know what. I'm just here to give ideas. But there should be some type of big dog meter. Like bring back the big dog meter for that game. <laughs> that would be sweet. Right? Yeah. Come on now. You see, uh, I forgot who it was. Oh, the Bucks tweeted out that "Light It Up, Light It Up" song from back in the day with Glenn. Maybe you play that that music that night when Glenn's in the house. You have the the uh, Barkometer up there 
for Big Dog and the whole deal. Yeah, there you go. There's there's my idea for the series. Uh, Reggie Jackson, obviously, you'll have to deal with him uh, in this series. I mean, outside of that, Andre Drummond's going to be a beast on the boards like always. I just don't see how they lose a the game. Maybe they have a cold shooting night, but Bucks, Bucks sweep the Pistons. There's my prediction for the first round. That'll do it tonight. Thanks so much for listening. It's been another fine edition the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show presented to you by Sir Scream and Sicilian Frozen Pizza, the pepperoni, loaded pepperoni one. I always have been saying it all year long. is by far my favorite pizza to eat. It's not even remotely close to any other frozen pizza. I got me buy. a loaded pan, Ooh, uh, one yep. of those with like the toppings underneath. Yeah, how was that? Cheese in it. Oh, it was obviously uh, tremendous. Delicious. Yeah, It's like five pounds. Yep. Pick yeah, that it's... baby up at Pick and Save. Yep. And you're on your way. He is Mayor Mitch over there, the chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club, predicting the same numbers in the first game of the playoffs against the, the Detroit Pistons. He has no chance of doing that. Might as well. Got to be optimistic. There's zero chance. If DJ Wilson plays 47 minutes in the first round of the playoffs, first game of the first round of the playoffs, something has gone seriously, seriously wrong for this Bucks basketball team. Uh, yeah, that would be, I don't even want to think about that, really, Fine. because that would mean that uh, number playoffs 34. Are playoffs are done. Yeah. It's all done. So, no, don't even bother watching the rest of them. 115.89 was the Pistons win over the Knicks. Next up are the Bucks. First round of the playoffs. Enjoy the rest of the night. Bucks lost to the Thunder on fan appreciation. I talk to you tomorrow at 2 on the Wendy's Big Show. Bye-bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.